Hey, hey, hey. Hi, Sydney. How are you? I'm fine. And you? I'm well. This is so exciting. I have never recorded um, remote with anyone before. Yes, I love it this way because it sounds like we're together versus the phone. You know how you have like that difference in sound quality? Yes. When you do it on here, it sounds like we're in the exact same room. The only downfall is you can't like start and stop. So you have to like finish recording and then like re-record um, and bunch it all together. But it's not that bad. Okay, well, I'm excited. I'm over here looking for um, the conversation that I wanted to have with you. I've been contemplating this. Oh, look, I found it. So I've been contemplating this probably for longer than the months. Yeah, months. Like the timestamp on these notes are October 21st. So. Ebony, happy we February. Be <laughs> <laughs> happy Black History Month. Yes, let's do it. So, Sydney, I know that you have been on my podcast before. Uh, you have talked to my audience just about, you know, where it was you were trying to go with your passion project. You were talking to us about some of the things that you were doing back when you were in college as far as different programs or involvement with different organizations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so can we get a life update from you life update yes okay well I think we recorded that podcast in like 2018 right correct no yeah wait I don't remember but it was like 2018 so y'all since then I have obviously graduated from the illustrious Tuskegee University alongside Ebony with my bachelor's degree in finance since then I have had a whole child um he's one I have started working for myself Also doing um, like brand strategizing, really Mm -hmm. emphasizing content marketing for business owners and branding, helping people get their message together, making sure that it's clear, it's concise, and it's easy to understand and that people are easily captured by what they do. Um, Right now, I'm really working with people of purpose. Wow. um, What do you mean by that, please? So basically, like, um, my faith has gone full throttle over the past, like, few months. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. been there, but I really feel like I'm walking into my purpose. So Mm -hmm. I've been strategic about working with people of purpose, especially women of purpose, who are doing something that they're passionate about, that they know that they're good at. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, like, I work with Ebony anyways, Mm y'all, if you didn't know, and, um... (laughs) Her podcast, her entire brand is just so purpose-filled. Everything she does is with intention. It has a message behind it. She's not just doing it for clout um, or doing it to make money. She's doing it because this is what she wants to do. This is what she's led to do. So a lot of the brands I work with right now are literally purpose-filled brands. It's something that people have a gift in. Uh You know, one of my clients, she makes handmade... um, she makes handmade goods, like, okay, like, she makes coasters, um, she makes these really beautiful resin freeform bowls, 
it's just really dope. Like, I don't even know how she does it because I could never do it, right? But that's her gift. It's not, like, a talent. I know we talked about this last night, Ebony, yes. but it's not a talent. It is a gift. This is oh, something wow. that God has given her to do. Another one of my clients has a ministry, you know? Um, so we're, I'm a bit all over the place with who I work with, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's about channeling people's purpose and ultimately bringing their vision for their life and wow. their business to fruition. So that's wow. what I'm doing, y'all. Oh, my gosh. So, Sydney, thank you so much for really diving into your life update and, you know, talking to us more about your business and your intentions behind your business. Um, it, it is really inspiring. And I'm just grateful and thankful to be, you know, associated with you. I am blown away at the amount of growth that we have had. And yes. Like, we, we have really come far. We have come so far. We have come from strategizing, which we're always strategizing. But um, we have come from strategizing and mapping out and planning to seeing a lot of different things mm-hmm. come to fruition. And, Sydney, you just recently, um, well, I'm, I'm going into uh, life in entrepreneurship right now. So thank you for your uh, life update. And it led me right into the next thing that I want to talk to you about, which was life in entrepreneurship. And I know that you just um, hired or is working with a team. You're growing your team. And so um, I want to talk about, you know, the business aspects of it, you know, just like, Because I know you also work um, a full-time job. I do. As I do. Well. So how have you been able to, what made you even want to continue to run your own business or strive for a business? And how are you maintaining working full-time? Awesome question. Thanks, Ev. So um, if you know me, and a lot of y'all may not, but if you're ever listening to this and you know me, you know I've always said when I had a kid or kids that I wanted freedom. I wanted to own my own business so I can sort of be at home with them, but have that free time to take my kids to the museum and then come home and mommy's got to work. Um and ironically, when I first got pregnant, I felt like that wasn't possible for me at the time that I was just so much different from other people. And in a sense, my situation was very different. I'm a single mom. Um, I'm a recent college grad. So I have some work experience, but not as much as other people. Mm-hmm. So when you mention entrepreneurship in your mm-hmm. 20s, especially mm-hmm. early 20s, people look at you like you're stupid. Yeah. They're like, oh, you you can't do that. You know, yeah. um, like what capital do you have to be trying to start a business or exactly what, or what experience? Yeah. Yes. So um, for me, it took a lot of time to really come to terms with my situation but also realizing that at the end of the day, I wanted more for myself and I wanted more for my son. Mm-hmm. So um, my gap year after graduating was supposed to be my year to try out a business, blah, blah, blah. And it didn't work out as such, but mm-hmm. that didn't matter to me. Um, so I moved back home last summer and I got a job working from home, which was a blessing in disguise, y'all. Ooh. 
and it doesn't even pay like it doesn't pay a like a whole lot but that didn't matter to me because I'm at home with my mama you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. um I can save my money and I'm at home with my kid all day Mm -hmm. so long story short um last year I started my podcast and I don't I think we might have talked about this briefly Ebony but Mm -hmm. my podcast was a gateway to my business right okay so let's talk more about that and what's the name of your podcast it is called the plug the digital think tank so basically I wanted to offer free game to business owners because I didn't have no clients at the time Mm -hmm. but I knew I had some valuable information and I also Mm -hmm. have pretty good connects when it comes to this business stuff like I be knowing people yeah or if I don't know you I'm able to um get an interview with you just a phone call yeah so for me the podcast is a gateway to starting my own well what is now looking like my own marketing firm Mm -hmm. um so in five well at the end of the year y'all we gonna come back to this podcast and Mm -hmm. I said it here first okay but no um So the podcast started as a gateway for me. And I was just being like really patient with my process. And a lot of people don't do that. Um, If there is no way, then you make a way. And I was determined to make a way, right? I started my podcast offering literally free business advice. And I'm still, of course, doing my podcast. But of course, it's on the back burner right now because I have like clients and all this other stuff. Like I'm running a business, Um so long story short, that's what I wanted. I knew I wanted something different for myself. And I knew if I really wanted it, I would make a way to balance it all. And I have. I've taken breaks during my work day to read to Grayson. Literally right now, as he brings me a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I have just had that balance where, okay, I'm not going to work on the weekends. And if I do got to work, I'm not going to take any meetings. I'm not going to take any phone calls. Um and just setting up systems, <laughs> setting up systems to where things are a lot easier for me to um function. Mm-hmm. And that's really good, Sydney. So what I pulled from that was number one, you never stopped. You know, working towards something greater. You know, you said that you were working on trying to find a full time business. Um to start or not a full-time business you were looking to start a business and you know you expected some growth from that that will result to you working it full-time right and that didn't work and I could just imagine the types of things that you struggled with um mentally as far as you know being uh, new to motherhood but then also just having this idea to be a successful entrepreneur um it just seems like it could be because I know I'm my biggest enemy yeah um, I can lift myself up or I can bring myself down and so mm-hmm. I could just imagine just the internal battle of speaking life into yourself when you see you know uh, not a struggle like I know it hasn't been a struggle for you but just not seeing things as you would have imagined basically so yeah so that's awesome um thank you for sharing that um what are some projects or events that you have thought about or done in the past 
Girl, you know, I can't give away my thought about on this podcast. <laughs> yes, that's fine. That's fine. But or just a hint. Like, what's something that okay. you're thinking about getting into? Like, okay, I'm going to give y'all a hint. And I'm only going to give y'all a hint. So, me and Ebony <laughs> hold ourselves to it. Yes. But we are planning, Um, we're, we're supposed to be planning, let me say that, yeah. a really dope virtual virtual event to take place Um this year okay yes i'm That's thinking we, the end of the summer the end of the summer i yeah. guess at the rate we going yeah but <laughs> no or yeah beginning, like, or beginning yeah that's that's what we're planning we're planning a really dope virtual event um it's been on our hearts for like years over a, yeah like yeah, a year two? yeah 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 so um that's why I say, like, you just got to be patient, y'all, like, in this process, because you get ideas, and it's not always the right time to just jump into something, but anyways, um, but in the past, okay, so in the past, I guess, on campus, we did Ebony's live podcast event. Oh, that was um, cool. That was cool. When I was interning, interning in D.C., I hosted a panel discussion with some yeah. really amazing women um, in that area. And that was really fun because yeah. we got to have like sponsorships. Everybody got a goodie bag. Um, like really just dope stuff was being done. Um, I've done my civic engagement stuff. We're doing like ver- voter registration. Ooh. Um jobs, but even beyond that, just mobilizing like a community to not only get out and vote, but be conscious voters. Mm-hmm. Um, girl, I'm not gonna give away my whole resume, but I've okay. done like yeah. a few things though, y'all. And, and I am... and then you say you don't have experience. I'm confused, but I okay. get you. I get where you're coming from. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I get where you're coming from. Okay, Sydney, thank you so much for um that life and entrepreneurship and business update. Now, I want to in this episode, and this is kind of like the last. Um, subtopic of this episode but I really want to talk about post-grad life because it has been two years since we graduated it's coming up on two me yeah Grace has said two (laughs) for real (laughs) so yeah Um, let's talk about post-grad relation or no post-grad revelations like what are some things that we realized either about ourselves about friendships about our careers about the reality of maybe like a major that we chose but what are some post-grad revelations that you had and if you want me to go first I can go first it doesn't matter um you go first okay so one revelation that I've had is when we talk about like spiritual growth and when we talk about like my faith has been built. Yes, let's talk about that. Completely. Like I have realized one of my main revelations is that number one, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Number two, he hears me. He hears my cries when I am you know, just crying, I don't know, not in my sleep, like, that sounds, like, really sad, but when I am intentionally just praying and talking to him and asking him and telling him about the things that I'm going through, asking for wisdom, guidance, uh, cover, 
cover covering. Um, I've seen him work. I've seen his hand in my life, basically, and Mm -hmm. that has been a huge revelation to just know that like God is real, and that my relationship is a very important piece to what I see in my reality you know just the certain things certain things that I'm able to even ask for that I'm even able to envision it just it's like my responsibility is tied back to this relationship and once I started seeing him do a work after college like you know allowing you to have a healthy pregnancy and delivery you know that's something Mm -hmm. that I'm about um asking for a new job with a great company you know that's something that I asked for and it fell into my lap and so even when I get certain things that I asked for and then I'm like okay God well I have this now how can we not even maximize but how can we turn this up a little bit you know what I'm saying it's like I'm not ungrateful for him answering certain prayers of mine or anything like that but it's like once I get them it kind of amps up my faith a little bit more and I can ask for more now and believe that I will get more so that one revelation has impacted my mindset continuously Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm constantly growing in that area of spiritual and personal development because I believe that they go hand in hand mm-hmm. I mean you could anyways but yeah so that was my one revelation I want to like piggyback off of that before we just dive into something else okay I do feel like when it comes to your faith like it's a muscle right oh yeah like in order to have like this crazy faith like you have to flex that muscle just like people do weightlifting to build mm-hmm. muscles and to build endurance um it's the same with your faith. Like it doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And it was the same for me, right? Like after graduation, like it definitely wasn't what I had plans for yeah. my life, mm-hmm. but I know like God had told me some things that you could have anything you want to have. Yeah. Like it's within grass, like everything that I wanted for a business or whatever, like that didn't disappear because I got pregnant. You know, Mm -hmm. like, those dreams didn't, they may have disappeared in my mind, but God had already promised those things to me. So, for me, it was just getting back to those promises and understanding, like, okay, God, like, I need to have faith that you can still do what you said you could do. Mm -hmm. And on my end, it was just understanding that I had to practice that because God didn't change. It's us that changes. Like you said, like your faith literally increases every single time. Mm -hmm. So it's just a muscle that you have to flex. Like even if it's like, God, I need some food. And, you know, you go open your fridge up. I don't know. And boom you got food mm-hmm. it's just even the little things literally help build your faith up to something bigger like god i want a multi-million dollar business okay cool like here you go mm-hmm. you know and that's why you see people who say stuff like that and we be looking at them crazy sometimes but now i don't think they're crazy i think mm-hmm. they right on track like mm-hmm. their faith is just so crazy that they believe that god can do literally anything for them and that's where we should strive to be but it comes with some practice behind that too though 
Yeah. And the practice is, you know, being in the fire, you know, like Mm. being in a place where you have to seek God. Yes. And then waiting in a place where he comes through for you. And I think a lot of times when people think about, you know, the goodness of God, they don't think that anything hard or troubling comes with that. But that's not true. And I, and I, and that's just another part of, you know, the spiritual journey, the spiritual walk um, is, you know, learning the different processes of the process, you know, and being able to be grateful and find thankfulness in the season or mm-hmm. in the season and the timing that you're in. And so that has been a big revelation for me. And you are generally like, I don't know why, but if I had a revelation about something or if I'm feeling something, you already know about it. Like, okay. Can we talk about that, y'all? Yeah. So if like if y'all don't know me and ebony are like locked in spiritually like it's really strange yes it's really um, it's very strange even when it comes to like ideas that we be having and i feel like we've always been like that but since like diving really like into our faith mm-hmm. it's just been some stuff y'all that i can't even explain to y'all how it happens like yes every- it's like we have right. conversations without having conversations and then when it's time to finally have the conversation we've already had it okay that don't even sound right but that's the best way to put it like (laughs) that's the best way to put it honestly everything be like oh did you did you watch that video did i talk to you about that and be like no what you talking about no right (laughs) it's like she read my notes on something like i was the only person in the room learning about something and then I come on social media and she talking about it. Like, girl, right. get out I of my like, No, like, I did not know that, ma'am. But no, y'all. That's so. another thing, too. Like, especially post-grad, like, mm-hmm. you really figure out who your friends are. Oh, yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. child. Like, you really figure out, like, who's for you and, um, like, who's really against you. Because let's be honest, mm-hmm. like, in every college situation, you always have people on campus who seem like they're doing better than others. Oh, wow. Or at least it comes off that way and then y'all graduate and all of the stuff that they were doing when they were in undergrad, they ain't doing when they graduate, you oh, know? Yeah. And- oh, yeah. Oh, that's really true because mm-hmm. a lot of times people are so busy trying to achieve a lifestyle on campus like achieve a four-year little reality a reality show yeah for real and it's just crazy that you say that because I I see that like I'm going back to being on campus every day for four years straight and just seeing you know the different people that you come in contact with that you walk past to get to class or that drive past you or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and it's like dang and that's the importance especially especially when it comes to entrepreneurship like not the spirit of comparison like the spirit of comparison can kill and will kill like but you just never know what God has for you. So, um, that's true too. But like I said, some of y'all, I be seeing. Okay, 
But it's like, I'm just glad that I'm not that type of person that was really like, and I probably felt like, I wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't say that I was jealous of any specific person um, during the time of college, but definitely, especially the culture of Tuskegee is very, is very like goal driven kind Mm -hmm. of, and it's very, I wouldn't say flashy, but I would say cloudy. It's like everybody has to, you have to do something a certain way or you have to be doing something for people to pay attention to you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like, and yes. not Tuskegee, but in general, people fall into that trap of, I've had to do this to be noticed. No, you don't. Like, mm-hmm. I'm honestly just grateful that I came out of college without my vision being tainted Ooh, by watching other you. people around me, like, basically fake it till they made it and then when they made it they're not doing that anymore and of course like it's you can't say that about everybody because sometimes you're just finding yourself right but to a certain extent it's the intention behind it's the intention the discovery yeah i'm saying like be able to discover who you are in college without you know the opinions of others or you know who may the validation from others yeah who may see you or whatever because I feel like you know certain people may have seen me around school and they didn't really know who I was but it's like at the same time like you still kind of give like that like that respect or that like I'm not gonna say it's hard to get respect as Tuskegee but it's just like if you weren't you know associated with a certain like organization or crowd people did not see you and so for me I already know when I was at Tuskegee I was going against the grain like I wasn't trying I wasn't trying to be linked up with just certain people just so that I can make a name for myself at Tuskegee I really went out on my own to create a name for myself and it kind of I don't want to say it took a minute because I was trying to find, you know, where I was going to be involved from freshman year all the way up until senior year, you know, volunteering with new organizations, um, different people with different visions, uh, you know, it is just so amazing um, to be able to collab like that. And you know what, though, I will say this is the question you should always ask yourself. Would you be doing what you do? Would you be doing what you do if there was nobody else in the room? Would you be going as hard? And I think, I don't know if that was you or another friend of mine, Essence, who said that to me in undergrad, especially when mm-hmm. I was going through like a lot, like with organizations at the time. Mm. Like, would you be going as hard? Like, this is your practice. Like, you may not get a lot of people or a lot of customers per se, but from day one, you have to put in the work that you would put in if you were a millionaire, even if nobody is paying you any attention. Yeah. And, or even just the way that you see yourself as uh, an entrepreneur or a businesswoman or whatever, like you really had to embody that. And even if you don't know exactly what you want to do, you know, I could see that some people really weren't, you know, in college for the longevity purposes of it. Like they were, like I said, they were really just there for those four years and didn't Mm -hmm. really even take the time out to make those investments in relationships that would come back and 
you know, be able to contribute to where they are in the future in life. You know, like I can text different people within my Tuskegee network and hop on a project or ask them to do something or get advice. You know what I'm saying? Like I was really intentional about who you talk to, who I talked to in undergrad, which has resulted in almost like almost a stress-free post-grad life. Like, I don't know how to explain it for real, but, like, I feel like I did what I needed to do in undergrad, even though I did not do all that I wanted to do in undergrad. Mm -hmm. I feel like the things that I did truly set me up for post-grad success. Not that I'm sitting, I am sitting in post-grad success. Like, if if we think about it, we still are out here shining. Like, it's not cookie cutter as, like, we would have imagined. But even though I'm not where I am, like, I'm still actively striving for, you know, the career of my dreams, the the business of my dreams and all that. So, yeah, yeah, he... Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, don't do that ever again. <laughs> don't do that ever again in your life. You know where I got that from? Do I want to know where you got it from? Penny Proud. Oh, yeah. Is that Oscar? Yes. Don't do that again. <laughs> I was okay, I won't that do that. Albert. I won't do that. Okay. But, Sydney, before we get off, and I just want to thank you for hopping on and um, talking and giving updates and just inspiration <laughs> to my audience here at Convos with Ebony B. But before we um, sign off, I just wanted to ask you i feel like i'm on a press release or something (laughs) one day friend one day um if you had to give a word of encouragement or advice to that young girl who was in undergrad who is trying to make a name for herself who knows that there's greater within her, but she's trying to manifest that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. What advice in one sentence could you give to her? In one sentence? Mm -hmm. Girl. Okay. I would personally say don't let the situations and um... Don't let the situations in your reality deter you from what you ultimately envision for yourself. And that was perfect. Because you were talking to me, I was asking advice for myself when I was that age. Girl, what? <laughs> All right. right. Real I'll never be able to go back. But, um, yeah, that was really, really good. I hope that y'all heard that. Y'all okay. better not live... Walk by faith, not by sight, girl. Faith over fear. Faith over fear. Um, faith over fear is really, really real. Um, I have an episode on my podcast talking about that back from when I was an undergrad, I believe. Um, and so right now we are kind of promoting that episode and bringing light to that piece of content. Um, 
But yes, that is all. Thank you, Sydney. You're welcome. Thank you for having me and Grayson. No problem. Thank you, Grayson, as well. I loved your input, sir. Uh, right on time, as always. Yes, we love your ad libs. <laughs> <laughs> love your ad libs. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much, Sydney. I'm going to let you go. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And to my listeners, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and year as well. Let's go for it. Let's get organized. Let's act on it. And let's manifest the life that we truly desire. I love y'all. And until next time, this is your girl, Ebony B, and I'm signing out. Yay, yay. (laughs) I got to go.